Hello, beloveds! I'm joined on this episode by the lovely Shelly Marshall, and we're diving into all things holistic skincare and wellness. We talk about self-care and self-healing and developing the right mindset for consistency to really create the results that we desire in our life. We talk about becoming your own beautician, humans' symbiotic relationship with plants, the amazing power of seaweed, the magic of nourishing our senses, and so much more. Seriously, this one is so juicy. Founder of Beauty Shamans, Shelly Marshall unites the wisdom of the past and the science of today in her efforts to create healthy skincare. As a nurse, esthetician, and aromatherapist, her approach to skincare is clinical, clean, and holistic. She can be found on Instagram at Beauty Shamans or at beautyshamans.com. Let's get into it. Okay. Welcome, Shelly. I'm so delighted to have you here and Thank to discuss you. the importance of holistic skincare. So let's get into it. Great. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I think that so many of us really neglect our skin. And I think we do that because we fail to understand like its majesty and its many roles and functions and how we have a lot more power over all of it. It's, it's looks, it's health, it's appearance than, than we may have been led to believe. And your company, Beauty Shamans, has created so many fantastic products and rituals. And I'd really just kind of love for you to tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you get here? Okay. I mean, that's a, that was a long, windy road for sure, but in kind of the perfect storm of a lot of different things coming together. Um, but just to address what you just said about, you know, a lot of people neglect their skin, um, I think it's very common for, uh, for most of us to compartmentalize our organs, compartmentalize, um, you know, our thoughts from our body, our, our skin from our heart, you know, stuff like that. And it, it's all the same. And, um, and, you know, if I had to just give it like one Cliff's Notes, like, you know, quote of how I came to do what I do, it was really my realization that all of those things are intertwined and uh, my focus is skin. And so that's what I, you know, try to promote. I try to promote the health of skin. And really it's just, uh, it was really the realization that everything you do in your life will have an effect on your health, which then has effect on your skin and your beauty and your mindset and, and really, you know, and vice versa, your mindset really kind of sets the tone for, you know, how you're going to, uh, you know, take care of yourself and, and what the results of that. So, I mean, that was uh, just to answer that part of your question first, but how I came to, you know, um, uh, specifically come to what to do what I do, um, I started out having awful skin. I had really bad acne growing up. It was, uh, it, it was physically, emotionally scarring. It was really difficult for me to, you know, focus on anything else in my life. It consumed my awareness. It, it consumed my life. And I always wanted to, like my one wish, you know, like when you wish upon a star when you're a kid, it was always, it was always like, I, I just want good skin, you know, please please creator, please God, just give me good skin. And, 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 you know, when I think back on it, actually, that was really my first um, experience with um, setting my intentions because I wanted it so badly that I started doing everything in my power to have that. 
Um, so, you know, went through my skin journey, went through my awful, you know, years of having acne, um, came out of college and decided I wanted to become a skin therapist. So I went to school for that and I thought I would be cured. I thought, okay, once I learn about it, you know, learn about like the mechanics and, um, you know, what to put on it, I'll be fine. It'll be cured. But it wasn't. And I was treating people and telling people what to do with their skin. And meanwhile, I had awful skin still myself, even though I had all this knowledge of, of um, just, uh, you know, the protocols, if you will, that you would use to, you know, create beautiful skin, what they write in a textbook. And, um, and you know, still wasn't getting anywhere and, um, you know, started, uh, started dabbling with the idea. Well, let me back up. My, there, was a, there was one lady that I worked with at a spa and she said to me, you know, your skin is so bad because your immunity is so, is, needs healing. Like if you can heal your immunity, you'll heal your skin because right now your body's trying to heal something else and it's not giving you, it's not giving your skin a chance. Your skin is always the last thing to get, you know, the benefits of whatever you're doing. So from that point on, I really focused on my immunity. So then that's what sparked my interest in health and wellness. And I got into that, um, became a nurse and, um, you know, started really delving into other things. You know, I, I, the more I learned about our biology, the more I learned about, you know, psychology, psychoneuroendocrinology and stuff like that. It all just kind of came together that, you know, like I have to change everything about my lifestyle to get the results that I want. And, you know, as I said, at, from a very young age, it's something I wanted really badly. So, um, so that's kind of, you know, the roundabout way of, you know, telling you how it, it all came to be. It was a long process. It was a journey, but had I not gone through uh, those, you know, um, those years of tears and years of rage uh, at my skin and at the universe and, you know, everything else, I, it wouldn't have brought me to the place where I could find love. It wouldn't have brought me to the place where I could find myself and my strengths and, and what I'm actually here on this earth to do. Mm. I love that story so much. I hear <laughs> devotion and perseverance, like first and foremost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I resonate with it so deeply because literally I, I didn't become a nurse. I, I pursued a master's in integrative health. And, um, but like we could have inserted hormonal imbalance instead of skin problems. And it was like the yeah. exact same thing. It's like, right. I, I, you think you're doing everything and yeah. you're, you're, you're you're reading the, the textbooks, you've pursued the wisdom, you've, you've gone to all the different doctors or, or people to help you. And really, that's not, that's not what's going what's gonna to cause wholeness to occur. Anything right. that's occurring in our physical body is simply an expression of something that's happening in our, in our more subtle realms, our emotional, yeah. mental, spiritual levels. And until those things are addressed, the body is just going to keep doing its things, whether it's acne or it's really bad hormonal problems and, and stuff with our cycles, like whatever it is, your, your digestion, it's just going to keep doing that. And so I love hearing that. I mean, I don't love the angst and the frustration that I, I imagine were part of your journey, but I love hearing that you just kept going and knew like, no, there is something else. And I'm blending all of these worlds together, which is really how I experience your work is a beautiful blend of the scientific and also the deeper, more, more nuanced, subtle, abstract layers of, of our existence, the more vibrational realms, if you will. Yes. 
Yeah. All, but all, all of those things are imperative. All of those things are important and part of the recipe to, you know, create whatever kind of masterpiece of your life that you want to make. Yeah. I want to talk about mindset. I, I've heard you say that that's like the most important part of a skincare routine of, of any routine really. And I'd, I'd love for you to touch on what mindset means to you and how that in, influences your work and your journey. Well, I, you know, your mindset is, is basically your everyday thoughts. It's your everyday feelings and it's, you know, the, uh, the energy that um, is communicating between, you know, every single cell in your body. It's, it, I mean, it, it, it invades every part of your life. So from what you put into your mouth to what you put into your head to what you put on your body to what you allow into your heart, you know, all of these things that you see, that you feel, that you think, that you smell, that you touch, those are all forms of consumption. And really, it, that's what we're made up of, right? We are what we consume. We are what we absorb. And, um, you know, we are a product of our environment. And to create your own environment, um, or I'm sorry, to, to manipulate your own environment in a way that serves you is, is, you know, the overarching theme. So to be more specific, you know, I, uh, when I first started getting healthy with my skin and with my, you know, my mind and my body, um, there was a, it, it wasn't easy. There, there were a lot of days where you just cry and you're just like, I can't, do this, you know, but it's, it's putting a little touch of health or beauty into every aspect of your life from, you know, uh, the way you eat your food, the way you pick up the food on your, on your plate with your fork to, you know, the way you speak to the man at the grocery store, who's like bagging your groceries to, you know, the way you touch your face. What are you thinking when you touch your face? How do you touch your face? Um, you know, it's, it's everything that you do. It's everything that is in your surroundings that play a role in creating who you are, right? Because your cells are taking that information and using it as nutrition and fuel to create a new you. And every day we're creating ourselves. So. Absolutely. And so we're either recreating the same dysfunctional paradigm where there's acne or there's whatever there, there is, or like you said, we can really intentionally and consciously infuse everything around us throughout our day to where we're crowding out the old, yeah. the old tapes and we're, we're playing new ones. And it is so freaking hard at, at the, at those beginning stages. It's like, it's literally learning a new language. You know? It is. And I remember, you know, when I first started doing it, every single thing I did, I asked myself, is this good for my skin? Like, I mean, everything. I picked up something at the grocery store and I would think to myself, okay, and, and like you kind of mentioned before, using my scientific background, okay, this is going into my body. It's going to be absorbed into my small intestines. Then it's going to go through those tiny little capillaries and make its way to my cells. And it, I mean, I scrutinize everything, you know, in the beginning, like what, you know, is this going to be good for my skin? Is this going to, going to make me break out? Is this detoxifying or is it, you know, going to clog up my system? Is it, acidic or is it alkalizing? And so it started with food until the point where it started permeating into other parts of my life, you know, where it started being like, do I want to watch that horror film? No, because that's going to put something in my head that, you know, a certain vibration within my, within my body that is not going to resonate well with me. It's going to bring me down. It's going to lower my frequency. No, I'm going to 
take that out of my life or, you know, watching the news. Okay. I'm going to cut down on watching the news. And instead I'm going to insert into my head news about health, news about good things that are happening. And so it was really just changing every single thing so that everything I was consuming was going to be a positive thing, be, be serving me, you know, in a way that would make me a better person. And, you know, in effect, it helped to clear my skin. I mean, when you start releasing the stress, when you start releasing the anger, when you start releasing blame on yourself or others or whatever, um, or, or releasing the, the, the thought that you need to have that piece of cake or whatever it is, you know, you start releasing these things and then it, it almost kind of becomes like um, somewhat of an addiction where you're just like, okay, I'm on a roll here. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting good at this and it feels really good. And it just, it, you just, from there, it just keeps going and you just keep getting better and better and you feel happier about who you are. Yeah. That momentum definitely builds and it gets easier and this like awesome snowball effect takes over. And I love what I heard you say about everything is a form of consumption and we do have a tendency to compartmentalize things. And so we can fixate on like what we're putting in our mouth and not realizing all of our senses are consuming. And I, I talk about this a lot, this notion of like sensorial nourishment. And so if what you're putting in your mouth maybe is like all the things that you should be doing to support whatever it is that you're trying to create in your life, well, look at the other things that you're consuming. Like you said, watching this horror film, consuming the news, whether through your ears or through your eyes, right. it's all impacting the system. It's going to change your vibration. Like you said, raise your cortisol, which is going to make your skin break out. And just, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. compounding effect that I think a lot of us don't, don't appreciate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's sad because I think it's just um, a separation of uh, not having the knowledge you know, because like I said, it wasn't until I started realizing the processes our body goes through when we, when we consume things and understanding biologically and physiologically what's going on that I really started to connect those things. I think we don't get enough of that kind of education when we're in school. And, and so it's easy to literally just, you know, oh, I have this rash on my, on my skin. Let me just you know, put something on it and it will go away. Never mind the fact that it's stemming from your gut or it's stemming from stress or something like that. When you really start to understand the body as a whole, then, you know, your choices change. You're, you know, you're, and you change your default choices as well. So, yeah. And then like what in your system has created that compromised gut in the first place that's making you more susceptible to the rash. You can just keep going and really, yeah, it's empowering. It can feel frustrating and daunting, and it's also quite empowering. And I was going to say, because I, I see you just on, on that, that, that uh, vein of, of, cons of consumption and kind of sensorial nourishment, I always see on your, your Instagram stories, you're a big proponent of, of sound healing. And I just had a guest on here. We were talking all about sound healing. Love sound healing. Yeah. How, how has that, that supported you? That... I, you know, I really, I actually just recently kind of discovered the power of sound healing. I was on vacation and I came across this little shop and this woman had this, you know, this setup, you know, the sound healing. And I was, and one of my clients had told me about how, how much she loves it. So I was like, let me give this a try. You know, like, obviously I know what kind of music I like and how it, you know, affects me in certain ways, but I had never really thought about the, the, the notion of like sonic frequencies and how they can affect your body. And I came out of that session a new person. I was, I felt like I was high. I felt like I was on a cloud. I felt like, and you know, 
I felt like everything in my body had just been realigned. All of a sudden, I did not have any anxiety. I didn't have any fear about anything. Now, that was short-lived. I had to keep doing it. But the fact that I felt that, I was like, wow, this is really powerful. And so, you know, now I try to make it a, a part of my, you know, weekly practice. I try to do it once every, you know, week or two weeks, whenever I can fit it in. And I have like, you know, my own little sound therapy system that I use. Um, but it's just, it's a way of just grounding me and bringing back to myself. And, um, and, and it's, it's just so nourishing. It, I mean, there's something about hearing beautiful noises that just, it makes your heart just completely open up. And when your heart is open, that's when, that's when all of those anti-inflammatory chemicals start pumping through your system. You know, all the things that you want start to become your reality. And so that was kind of like my, my journey with that. And I, you know, I would, I just want to say like, you know, I'm talking about all these things that I do and, you know, the things that I put on my Instagram and whatnot. And it, it's not, I, I, I would say I live a very 80, 20 lifestyle. I definitely have a glass of wine here and there. I definitely like to watch, you know, thriller movies here and there. I definitely, you know, like to, you know, dabble with like, you know, rich pastas and cakes and stuff like that. You know, I'm not a complete, like, I will not touch that stuff. It's just, it's just what I try to practice as much as I can so that it, anytime something does come into my life, that's disrupting my body and my mind are able to just shake it off. Like, okay, this is not the norm. This is not my, my set point. You know, I can just let go of it now. Like that, that, what, that horror movie that I just watched, I can let it go now. Like I don't, it's not consuming my awareness. Yeah. I, do you feel like that's largely in, in part to you investing all of that, that time and, and energy over the years to, to really focus on your mindset and to crowd out the old BS with the new supportive B or not, 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 not new supportive BS, the new supportive <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah. The new BS So that when those, those 20% cake or wine moments come, the body is like, oh, we're, we're good because we have the new supportive BS tape. (laughs) Exactly. That's, that's actually a perfect way of putting it. I have the new BS in my life and this is what my set point is and this is what I'm going to operate off of. But when all this other, you know, bad BS stuff comes into my life, like I know, I, I know how to handle it. I know how to assimilate that and, you know, just detox it right out of my body again. And I'm curious also, so we talked about just, cause I love this, this notion of, of consumption. Cause I really feel like in, in working with, with clients and even in my own journey, we can get so fixated on what goes in our mouth and that's so important. And, and there's there, we've got four other senses to worry about and to tend to, and I'm looking at you right now and you your, your wall has this beautiful painting. You're in this gorgeous silk flowery robe. So like you're presencing beauty through the eyes. You have your sound practices. What are some other, I, I know you, you work a lot with aromatherapy, just ways that you really nourish your other senses. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like you said, aromatherapy is definitely something that I use a lot. Um, my sense of smell is very strongly connected with, with my emotions and my hormones. And that's something that essential oils do for everybody. But I just have really started, you know, um, I really hone that practice a lot. I use it and I, I focus on it. And so I use a lot of aromatherapy, essential oils in my everyday life. I, you know, put essential oils on my 
wrists and on my neck and a little bit on my temples every night before bed. I rub a lot of oils on my skin and I use different essential oils depending on my mood. You know, I'm wearing this silk robe and it, it feels nice on my skin, but more than that, it, it immediately changes my attitude and what I'm going to be doing for the rest of the day. So, you know, when I'm walking around the house in a silk robe, instead of flopping down on my bed, like a, you know, just like, like a slob, you know, I lay down beautifully because it makes me feel beautiful. And that carries through to everything in your life. You know, like I sometimes will drink sparkling water out of a wine glass because it it just makes me feel fancy. It makes me feel, you know, it, it brings these feelings of, um, of living the way that I want to and, you know, living in a, in a luxury lifestyle, even though I'm just in my Brooklyn apartment, you know, with like my, you know, $2 bottle of sparkling water. But I mean, yeah, like I try to, you know, like you said, with these forms of consumption, I like to put on classical music. If I'm not doing my sound therapy, um, I listen to a lot of um, singing bowls and stuff like that. So I just try to fit something like that into my day Um, wherever I possibly can. And I feel the difference when I go to the hospital, um, you know, to work uh, a full shift, the energy is completely different. The smells are different. The sounds are different. The lights are different. Um, You know, that's another thing. I try to use a lot of candles and a lot of low lights at at nighttime because I find that that helps to uh, stimulate uh, melatonin and regulate our circadian rhythms. Um, you know, but at the hospital, there's all these fluorescent lights and, and just, and even just the attitudes of the way people talk sometimes. Um, and and it's not their fault. You know, I don't put any blame on them or any, you know, shame at all. It's just, um, they may be in a place in their life where they're not able to, or haven't, you know, gotten to the place where they can sort of quote unquote, wake up yet to, you know, what, how much control they really have over their life over their lives. And, you know, it, it, I mean, it's an, it's an energetic thing for sure, but you can definitely feel the difference when you immerse yourself into one sort of environment and then you go into another, you become even more aware of how much that can actually make a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to shift gears just slightly because I know and we, we've kind of touched on it a little bit already, but I was curious if there was like maybe just a few specific things. So you are so all about empowering people and educating them. You are just like educating, educating, educating all the time. And it's amazing. And really encouraging people to be their own beauticians and to be their own healers, to try new things, to be open to new ways, even if it contradicts mainstream advice. And so what are like just a few maybe specific things that you really wish people would be more open to in this more holistic skincare arena that aren't part of the mainstream beauty narrative? Um, well, I think that, I think that, you know, like you said, I I think it's a good thing to be open to multiple different modalities. Um, I don't think that I have all the answers. I don't think that anybody has all the answers. And so I try to caution people when they're, you know, listening to someone's you know, uh, Instagram feed or, you know, a certain doctor or a celebrity or something to just take it in and take what you can from it, but not to, you know, use it as the word of God. You know what I mean? Cause everybody has a different style. Everyone has a different philosophy and 
it's not always going to fit you exactly because everybody is unique. Um, and so I really get, um, I don't like when I see that other people say, you know, this is the only way to take care of your skin. You know, this is, this is the only right way. And I, and I really try never to do that in anything that I'm am putting out there because I'm merely putting out suggestions. I'm merely putting out things that work for me and maybe it'll work for you, but it may not. And that's fine. Um, I think that now I forget your original question, um, <laughs> how it differs from like the mainstream, um, like I guess beauty protocols. Yeah, maybe like a few specific things. Like I know a, a, a few specific things that are more um, natural, holistic, plant-based, which was part of my my final section I wanted to get into with you was your love of plants that that aren't really part of the mainstream thing. Like we'll see commercials for certain products. Yeah. And then this notion of like using pure oils to wash your face. A lot of people are like, that's crazy. Why would I put oil on my face? You know, so it's just some of the things that are so more traditional and are actually way more nourishing to the skin than what you're going to go find at like CVS. Yeah. Well, I mean, places like CVS or any kind of drugstore or even like department store, I mean, they, they're, they're selling a product, right? And, and um, you know, we could really get in deep with like the history of, you know, the cosmetics and, you know, the food industry because they're very tightly intertwined and how there's um, a lot of control and, you know, regulations and whatnot. But, you know, just the gist of it is that, you know, a lot of those products have certain chemicals in them to help them to stay on the shelf for as long as possible. Um, and they are formulated with ingredients that are either a meant to meant to make a difference right away. But then the downside of that is that when you change something so drastically, it, it's just going to keep going to the point where it's no longer balanced and it's going to start to do, you know, cause different things like irritation, extra dryness or whatever. Um, you know, whereas if you're, you know, looking at natural products as opposed to like drugstore products, natural products, maybe they'll take a little bit longer to work for you because it takes a while for your skin and for your body to recognize those uh, ingredients and assimilate them and, and start to use them in a way that's nurturing. Um, it may take a little bit longer for that to start to work for you, but in the long run, it's, it, they have more of a balancing effect because they are part of nature. And we do have a symbiotic relationship with plants with flowers, with the ocean. Um, and so, you know, I think a lot of people like to just have that quick fix and they're not thinking about the big picture and what it's going to, what it's going to mean for their skin later on down the line. Yeah. And how a lot of those products, it's the same thing with, with pharmaceuticals and I'm not knocking CVS stuff. I'm not knocking pharmaceuticals. No, no, no. It's not Everything at all. There's a time and a place, but it's, it's that same thing. You know, I, I work a lot with, with plants as herbs or as in their more spiritual vibrational essence as flower essences. And when we work with herbs, it's, it can be the same thing. It can take a little bit longer, but it's supporting the body's like as a whole, all of the systems right. and using the whole plant. Whereas the pharmaceutical may have started with the whole plant, but then it was like chopped and screwed and, well, and is, is like unrecognizable at this point. And the same thing with, with the skincare products. Yeah, that actually brings up a good point. When I look at um, ingredients, because I scrutinize them pretty, uh, pretty, pretty tightly, 
uh, these days. But you know, you'll see things, and I'm sure that you know these these names too with your study of plants. You see things on like um, on the back of like a shampoo or face wash, and it'll say like you know linalool or something or some some component of um, something that comes out of lavender. It's a, it's a part of the lavender. Meanwhile, you see on the, um, and you think, oh, it's a chemical. It must be, you know, linalool is so hydrating. It's so, you know, it, it, it's calming to the skin. It does this, it does that. And then, you know, you see on a natural product, it'll say lavender. And you're like, okay, well, it's lavender. It's just a flower, you know. Meanwhile, what they don't understand or what people, most people don't understand unless you study this, is that linalool is a teeny tiny part uh, of everything that goes into making lavender and lavender as a whole is so much, has so many more amazing benefits to the skin, to the body, you know, what, however you're using it, um, than just that one tiny component or one tiny compartment, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. We, we are meant to work, as you said, we, we are in a symbiotic relationship with the plant world, with the, the, all everything in the natural world. Like we are the earth all of the elements that are making everything are also in our bodies and we are stardust and we are just all this really magical, amazing stuff. And you can't just like, I mean, you can cause humans do it, but to take out like one little bit of something, you're not going right. to get full benefit. And, and also sometimes that can actually, and we see it in, in pharmaceuticals, like the reason that a lot of these things, even if they started out with parts of plants will cause side effects because nature is wise. Using the whole plant was meant to, to be the, the method because maybe if if the stem causes some minor discomfort well that's okay because the leaf has a has a compound in there that will alleviate that and so we we use it all of it in a, in a whole way yeah and i want to go back to what you said about you know this this kind of sparked something in me when you said we are stardust and that was kind of part of why <laughs> i really wanted to use seaweed in my products because, you know, the seaweed, it, seaweed and seawater are really just, I mean, that's where life began, right? That's where all minerals, trace, trace elements, everything that sustains life and creates life all began in the ocean. And, you know, you think about like, okay, yeah, it began in the ocean, but where did our oceans really begin? You know, like, how did we get all those particles? How did all that, all those minerals and stuff get into our oceans and our oceans make up, you know, so much of the earth's, uh, you know, whatever, I, I don't know what word I'm trying to say, but it makes up so much of the space on our earth. And, you know, we really do come from the stars. I mean, all the stuff that's in the stars, you know, all the, all the trace elements, the copper, the iron, all that comes from the stars. It's in our ocean and that's where life began on earth. And so doesn't it make sense then that using something like a seaweed product or something that is mineral rich and has all these components would be good for us to consume, good for us to put on our skin, um, you know, and to that point, you know, we're talking about parts and, and a whole and, you know, seaweed, again, it says seaweed on the, on the package, but what people don't realize is that seaweed has vitamin C, seaweed has magnesium seaweed has potassium it has iron it has copper it has all of these magical things that can promote health and you know people look at another um uh like a, a you know i hate to i hate to keep you know harking on cvs because i don't want people to feel like they can't go there and buy stuff i mean there are some you know suitable products that you can definitely get there but you know you have to know what you're reading and 
you know, you look at a product and it says, you know, packed with vitamin C. Well, that's a synthetic vitamin C. It's not the same as a naturally derived vitamin C that your body's going to be able to recognize. And so, you know, like we said before, you may start to see a result quicker with, uh, you know, something like a, a, a prescription cream or um, something that's like over the counter because it's very, very strong. But, you know, think about if you overuse antibiotics, what's going to happen? Your system's going to become overloaded. And it's the same thing with your skin. You know, when you're constantly using these chemicals, it might work right away, but eventually it's skin, your skin's going to become overloaded with toxic chemicals. And so the point of natural ingredients is to balance the skin. The point is to bring back a state of homeostasis, something that your body can use and, and as nutrients and uh, create a, a healthier flora. That's really what it's all about. Yeah. And support the entire system. As you were saying, yeah. toxic burden, I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, I know. And then the liver starts to yeah. get messed up and it's just all of these, these things. Eating an orange is not the same as taking a packet of emergency. You know? Exactly. exactly. I, I wanted to close with the seaweed. So you went there. It was like perfectly <laughs> aligned because yeah. Your products, I am, it, it was actually really funny when I, when I found you, I'm in love with your medicine woman tool, by the way. Oh, and thank you. when I found you and, and got some products, my, my partner was like, babe, what you, you bought skincare stuff because I make my own things. I use uh -huh. oils. I use, I, I, I love to make them and I just, I don't trust any, anything else that I see. And I saw yours and I, I looked into them and I read the ingredients and I was like, this actually sounds awesome. So I, I got a couple of things and I love them. The scrub is amazing. I love that seaweed is just oh, everywhere. I want to eat them. Yeah. I feel like I, I probably could. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, it actually, it is. Um, we use food grade seaweed. Um, it is tested, you know, um, for everything, the pH might, you know, by uh, uh, microbial activity, stuff like that. But it, it is food grade seaweed. Uh, I wouldn't eat the product. I'm not saying, you know, listeners do not eat the this, this skincare cleanser, but you know, it is made from food grade material. They're just, yeah, they're so lovely. And seaweed is just oh, like nature's most kick-ass thing that we could possibly consume. Well, one of the, um, one of the other things that really sold me on using seaweed as one of my um, primary ingredients is, you know, when I was learning about it, uh, when they, when they, you know, plant or not plant, when they harvest seaweed, um, you know, they're growing it in the oceans or they're growing it off the coasts or, or, you know, whatever, they have these long lines and, um, at least the seaweed that we get, um, is off, you know, the coast of France somewhere and they harvest it in the month of June and it takes a full year. And that's the only month that they harvest it. They only harvest it once, um, once a year. And then the rest of the year, it goes towards feeding it and nourishing it and regrowing it because seaweed has the ability to regenerate itself when it's, you know, given the right conditions. So it's in healthy seawater. It has the sunlight, you know, through photosynthesis, it regenerates itself kind of like how, what is it? Lizards who regrow a tail. It's the same idea. I mean, kind of gross to compare that, but you know, it, it re it regenerates itself. So if you think about the fact that you're, putting that on your skin, what kind of cell regenerating qualities are you giving to your skin? And furthermore, you know, this seaweed is one of the plants that or sea vegetables or earth vegetables that is so resistant and so used to sunlight that it is, it, it basically has this built in sunscreen 
kind of system, if you will. I mean, I'm not saying don't use sunscreen. You should absolutely use sunscreen if you're going to be out in the sun for a while. But when you have seaweed and the minerals from seaweed infused into your skin day after day, your skin's going to be able to handle healthy amounts of sunshine because it knows what to do with it. It's, it's already, it already knows like, okay, sunlight, I know what to do with this. I'm going to regenerate. I'm going to repair. I'm going to grow. And, you know, compare that with using something like a petrochemical that has no nutritional value. That's, you know, literally just created in a lab somewhere. It's very inexpensive to manufacture. Um, you know, so it's just, and again, this all comes back to mindset, you know, what, you know, what do you want to put on your skin? How much of your resources are you going to allocate towards self-care and, you know, what you put in and on your body? And so, I mean, that was one of the primary reasons or another primary reason why I decided to use seaweed is because of how many benefits it, it gives to us. And, and it's from the earth, you know, we're, we're, we're taking from the earth and we're, you know, using it, the resources and then it regenerates itself. It's so beautiful. You know, there's like no, there's no like petrochemical, you know, after effects or anything. So, I mean, it makes me feel good to make products and it makes me feel good to hear that people love them too. So, so thank you. Yes. Well, thank you. And I, oh, I just, I love that. And I can keep going and going. The, the raw intelligence and the energetic of a plant and its environment and everything that went into its growth, it stores all of that. And then yes. it very much does communicate with us because at the, at the most raw, basic, fundamental level, we are made of the exact same bits exact same constituents, the exact same elements, like the iron in, in there, the iron in my skin, and, and all of these little parts. And so they do communicate. There is this intelligent um, exchange happening. And so that, that seaweed, that energy of that seaweed is regeneration, repair, renewal, um, nurturance, and sunlight, and knowing yep. what to do with all of that. Yeah. And it goes into our skin. Mm -hmm. And fun little side note also for people listening is like you can have kale, right? Growing in one space, maybe that's its ideal growing conditions. And then in another plot that isn't its ideal growing conditions, the soil is a little crappier and it has to like fight a little harder to, to really thrive. That kale is going to have more antioxidant value than, than the other kale. Same thing with all, all fruits and vegetables. And so Great. Wild, yeah. These things really are just raw, pure intelligence that communicates with our body. And yeah, so yeah. And I and I love the work that you do too. That you know that little bottle that you sent me. I I finished that a long time ago. It was awesome. Like it was just, and, and it wasn't. You know, obviously you um you know you don't taste so much like all the all the floral you know um, essences that you put in it. You taste a little bit more of the of the apple cider you know kind of flavor. But just knowing what is in there. I mean, it just, I felt like a queen. I felt, you know, like dropping it into my mouth, you know, every day. It just, it felt like this like beautiful tonic that, you know, I knew was, was nurturing my body from the inside. So, so thank, so thank you for that. Cause that was awesome. Yeah. Flower essences are amazing. And that, that wine cup that you took definitely supports that. Was it, that. The wine cup. Yeah. The <laughs> essence for sure. Oh, my dear. I think that you will be back and we can jive on plants. Oh, yeah. Never and ever. Absolutely. Where can people come learn all about you and beauty shamans and find all the things? Uh, well, I have a website, www.beautyshamans.com. Um, or you can find me on Instagram, beauty shamans. 
Um, or, you know, I, I do answer a lot of questions for people too, like just one-off questions about their skin. So people can email me info at beautyshamans.com. Um, that's primarily my, where people can find me. I do have a Facebook uh, page, but I'm not really on there that often. So um, a lot of my, I, I try not to be on social media a lot. I know it seems like I am, but I try not to be <laughs> as much as I can, because again, I don't want all that stuff in my head all the time. So you know, so that's primarily where people can find me is there. Awesome. I'll link all of that in the show notes. And is there any final, just taking a breath maybe and feeling in, is there any final nuggets or thought or just a mic drop moment that you'd like to share before we close? Yeah. Um, touch your skin. Mm. I think that's, I think that's one of the most important things. I don't think enough people do it. If you take one minute a day to touch your skin, massage your skin, feel it, um, you know, not only is it going to be, you know, great to increase some circulation and maybe, you know, uh, massage some oils into your skin, but you connect with yourself, you check in with yourself, you, you know, you decide how, where's the tension in my face and, you know, where, where can I love myself a little bit more? Um, I would say that would be my one thing is touch your face every single day, look at yourself in the mirror and, and, you know, just do like a little mental check. Like, where am I today? Where am I reaching my goals? Am I working towards my goals? You know, where am I? What's going on? So good. That's beautiful. Thank you for that. And thank you for just being you, for being in the world, for your education and your devotion to your path and for sharing all of this with everybody and for your nursing, especially at this time in New York. I just wanted to name that and just <laughs> yeah. love for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Take care of yourself. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye.